Is Tulane a lateral move? It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use code lockdown college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, first and foremost, almost 70 subscribers in just the last two weeks. It's going to be close. We got 125 ish more to go to get to 1,000 before the end of the year. Uh, it, it will be a, it'll be incredibly uh, incredible to get there and it would be a a big help uh flat out I was uh my position was cut at the radio station so you know obviously you get to the thousand you get a little bit more money and I could use some uh to get through some lean time so a little subscription uh on your part will go a long way uh for me so I do appreciate that obviously that's what we talk about when we're talking about getting there uh but in this case it's a it's a much it's a much bigger deal uh and so we're almost there so thank you so much I uh, had a great week last week. It continued to grow. Audio podcast continue to grow. Please subscribe at YouTube uh, and wherever you get your uh, audio podcasts. Again, Apple Apple Podcasts and Spotify seem to be the most popular. All right, on today's show, we'll talk about if Tulane is a lateral move for John Sumrall. The Sunbelt transfer portal is hot and heavy. Who's going to play in the bowl game for Coastal Carolina? And a little hoops, JMU hoops, rolling along uh, with an easy win over the weekend in uh, Norfolk. Uh, But let's talk about Tulane and uh, Troy and John Summerall moving uh, to New Orleans. And so is it a lateral move? Well, first, financially, it's not a lateral move. All right. Uh, Troy stepped up, did the best they could. Uh, reports had it that he was being offered, he being John Summerall, $1.4 million and more money for the assistance. Uh, and reports have it that he's getting $2.1 million. So flat out, that's 50% more money. All right. Now, I would presume that uh, 1.4 goes a long way in uh, in Troy. And obviously, cost of living going to be a little bit higher in uh, New Orleans. Uh, for John Summerall, all right? However, all right, uh, also, all, it should be also, not however. Also, again, the revenue for Tulane in the budget is about $50 million. For Troy, it's about 33. Uh, Troy's getting an indoor facility. I think Tulane is as well, like a bubble facility. Um, I think the facilities are basically the same right now. I, I'm not sure, and, you know, Troy... It's all in one spot. The baseball facility is very nice. Softball facility is very nice. The football facility is very nice. Um, but they are getting in the indoor. And just like in New Orleans, it's more just to get out of the sun. You know, maybe help out during rain. Uh, but you mostly want to use it uh, in in fall ball when it's too hot out uh, to get the guys you know, in the shade a little bit uh, so you can have a two-hour practice. Uh, the the part where I think it is a lateral move is is Tulane really positioned better to make a New Year's Six Day Bowl or get into the playoff than Troy. Now 
They did. They got into the Cotton Bowl and they beat USC, which is a great feat. That's we're not taking anything away from Troy or from Tulane. But if Troy has the same kind of season, right? If they beat Kansas State, if they beat JMU, if they're undefeated, the same thing would happen. Now, for some reason, Troy never got ranked this year, despite only losing to JMU in Kansas State. So that's a little bit odd. Although we do know once you get into the polls, people are very lazy and, you know, they're very busy not paying attention to everybody around the country. And we we thought Troy was, you know, really good and would take on the bottom part of the top 25. But I don't think I don't think that Tulane is in any better position to play in a in a in a playoff championship or New Year's Six Day Bowl than Troy would be if they have the same amount of wins. It's not, I mean, Liberty just proved that this time around, right? You go undefeated, you're in a New Year's Six Day Bowl. So I'm not sure that I'm not sure positions them better. Now you're in a major city, you're in a major league city. Right. There's not a whole lot of I mean, Miami is one of them. I guess I go Georgetown, but that's mostly basketball. Uh, is there another? I Kansas State is right outside of Kansas City and and Kansas is outside of Kansas City. But those are in small college towns, suburbs of Kansas, if you will. Uh, obviously, L.A., you know, the Pac-12 has has, you know, major cities, professional cities with with oh, that's where all most of the colleges are. They're not in college towns they're in major cities. Out in the Pac-12, you know, Eugene and Corvallis, notwithstanding. Um, but, you know, here in, in the Sun Belt, and, you know, I mean, Cincinnati, I guess, is one, right? That's a major league city. Yeah, that's a major league city. Um, Houston, a major league city. Sure. Um, but Houston, they don't do very well. Like, they, do they draw... I don't even think sports talk talks about Houston and they're like a top college basketball program. They get overlooked. <laughs> when I have a radio show, they, they, they talk everything, but Houston basketball until it's March. So they get overlooked. Now that's a little bit different than um, new Orleans. Cause they have all four majors, well, three major sports and soccer. Uh, Whereas, you know, New Orleans has, you know, the football, the Saints, not that great. And the always underachieving Pelicans. Um, but nonetheless, and, you know, for that fact of the matter, you're going to get overshadowed by LSU. You know, LSU is just an hour up the road. I know Troy has Auburn right there uh, as well. And then sort of on the other side of the state, not sort of on the other side of the state, is it's Tuscaloosa. So you get overshadowed by that as well. Um and I didn't realize this, but John Summerall had been coaching at, had coached at Tulane. So he knows what it's about. So that's bad on my, on my part. Uh, but it is, it's, it's a lateral move in some respects, and it's not a lateral move in other respects. It's a lateral move in the fact that, he, that Tulane and Troy are competing for the same spot. And, you know, based on, you know, record, I think each team would be able to represent and, you know, if they, you know, if they go undefeated, it'll be interesting to see who gets a spot. All right. Who's going to be the top G5, if you will. Uh, Money-wise, it is it is not a lateral move. It's a move up, money-wise. They got a better TV contract. Um, 
they have more, um, <clears throat> a bigger budget. It would be interesting to know who the NIL deals are through. Certainly more potential <clears throat> uh, in a city like New Orleans to have NIL deals, although it would mostly be restaurants. New Orleans is, is, is a, does it have an industry? <clears throat> Honestly, isn't it? I'm going to start coughing again. <clears throat> it's it's mostly a tourism is the industry in, in New Orleans. So it'll be interesting to see who steps up and gives NIL deals out uh, at Tulane. And I'm the last, by the way, I'll be the admitted, I'm the last guy to notice NIL deals. Unless you're in a Dr. Pepper commercial, I do not spend my time on Instagram or on TikTok. I do put my videos on there, but at, if that's the only place they're seeing, I'm not seeing it. No, so when you see a Caleb Williams or uh, a Bryce Young in a Dr. Pepper commercial, because that's on TV, but I don't see it on social media. So I, so in respect, so getting back to what we're saying, is it a lateral move? It's a cop-out answer, but it's yes and no. Uh, yes, it's a lateral move to compete for championships. No, it's not a lateral move. It's a move up if you're talking about money. <clears throat> we wish John Summerall all the best. <clears throat> maybe we'll see him when we head down to the uh, New Orleans Bowl. We'll pop in. I'm sure he's going to be recruiting or moving or doing something. He's not going to be around town, but uh, we do wish him all the best. He's always been generous with his time, and I'm sure he's going to do a great job uh, at Tulane. All right, let's take a time out. When we come back, boy, that Sunbelt transfer portal is getting big. <laughs> there are a lot of people in the transfer portal, and some teams are going to be maybe shorthanded when we're talking about playing in bowl games. All right, we will do that next. Let me tell you about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Checking out this uh, transfer portal, and I'm going by Howell Razor. Our buddy uh, Jeremy Harper uh, from uh, Funbelt Sports PC. Uh, he's, missing a, he's missing at least one kid from... Uh, Louisiana, Kendra Gant, he's getting, he got an offer from Houston, so to speak. Uh, so he's missing him. I know Jeremy's doing the best that he can, trying to keep up with 14 different teams. Uh, South Alabama did lose Colin Lacey, but I think the other guys in there, Chris Davis is a young wide receiver. Maybe it was a bad fit, but they haven't lost. I don't think they lost anyone too important, but, but what about Coastal Carolina? Is it 22 people? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22 players. Now, I, you know, I know the quarterbacks, you know, Grace McCall is in there and Jared Guest is in there. Um, that's a lot of players. You're going to be, are you going to play walk-ons? I mean, you're too deep is now walk-ons. Um, that That's going to hurt for a bowl game if those guys aren't playing. And someone's going to have to figure out the transfer portal, right? Because two things are getting hurt. Two, two sets of people are getting hurt. The people who think they are better than they are and trying to improve their situation when maybe they shouldn't and end up nowhere. And then the high school kids who are getting under-recruited. I did see a, a college coach. I don't know if it was Power 5 or G5, but it was a college coach who commented, and it was an anonymous thing. He's Here's the difference between high school kids and the transfer portal kids. The transfer portal kids know what they want and they are upfront and honest. And a lot of these guys make a decision within a week or less. The high school kids are playing around. The high school kids want a little graphic out there. They want, um, you know, you they want you to, you know, come begging a little bit. They kind of, you know, you're never really sure where the transfer portal guys, according to this coach, kind of up, up front and direct. You know, I mean, it could be anything from, you know, I don't know, changing majors or just give me a shot to play or whatever the case may be. Who knows? Um, but you, when you're doing 22 guys in the portal, and there seems to be over 100 out of the sun melt, that doesn't seem like a, you know, I know that is that a lot with 100 with, with 14 teams, some more than others. I think Georgia State has, has a bunch. Uh, James Madison. Although not that many from James Madison. We'll see if the new James Madison coach, uh, Bob Chesney, can re-recruit Jordan McLeod. Maybe he can. A lot of, lot of guys from uh, Marshall hitting the portal. Old Dominion a lot hitting the portal. Uh, Troy doesn't have that many yet. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Troy. And a couple handfuls for ULM. Not awful. Uh, App State only has a few, a little bit more than a few. Arkansas State has a few. So some of these, I mean, Georgia Southern only has a couple, although Bo Allen, the quarterback, did transfer out. All right. Uh, we're still looking for Marcus Carroll. I don't think he got a, well, let me see here. Hold on. Bold indicates all Sunbelt honors. All right. So one kid from Georgia State did. He. Oh, he's not on. Oh, Robert Lewis. Yes, he is on the list. Okay, Robert Lewis has committed to Auburn. See, it happens fast. Um, I mean, Auburn may have quite not to change um, podcasts, Chris Gordy, but Auburn may have quite the and Zach Blackerby uh, may have quite the uh, wide receiver room uh, with getting getting Robert Lewis from Georgia state and maybe Colin Lacey from and, and maybe Colin Lacey from South Alabama. So now with all of these potential young freshman guys coming in, now they may not be pressed into service immediately. And you let the Sunbelt uh, veterans kind of lead the way. Although the high school kids may be better athletes. So, 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, but these guys got to be careful. They they do have to be careful when they are are going into the transfer portal. The the grass is not always greener on the other side. All right. And most importantly, we just want these kids just to end up at a place a that where they will be happy, and b hopefully they will play some football. Sometimes it's a you know you got to move down. You know, kids go to the SEC and maybe they belong in the Sun Belt. Maybe it is a bad spot. Maybe you ended up going away from home and you didn't want to be going away from home. All right. Maybe the other way around. Maybe you went to school at home and now you're looking to do a little bit better. Colin Lacey is a great example of that. Right. I have to go back and look who Colin Lacey was being recruited as. But again, he was a running back at a really small Catholic school in Mobile. And now he's getting offers from Auburn. I'm going to take a wild stab. He wasn't getting offers from Auburn coming out of high school. He's going to cash in on those offers, both literally and figuratively. So good for him. So good for him. You have no idea why, you know, other than the obvious reasons that they could be in a better spot or NIL money, right? Dylan Gabriel going to Oregon. I'm sure he's cashing in. Uh, And he may not be an NFL quarterback anyway. So you get a few more bucks. You play college, you get another degree. Maybe you go into coaching or who knows what he may want to do. Uh, but these kids need to be a little bit more, especially now, right? This is not the first or second year. We're like in year three of this thing. They need to be a little bit more, I think, smarter or wiser is the idea. Is it just go into the portal? If they if they're not getting offers quickly, they need to back out and go back. All right. One coach told me, yeah, if someone goes in, we'll take you back. We'll take you back, but you can't wait. You can't wait. You gotta make sure there's a spot. All right, let's take a timeout. Let's uh, let's go to basketball. When we come back, we'll look at some Sunbelt uh, basketball games. Did watch the did watch the Cajuns play. It's gonna be a tough year for the Cajuns if they can't hit a three. JMU rolls along, and Georgia Southern has yet to win a game. Yeesh. Let me tell you about Prize Picks. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections of up to 25% to provide even more value. Quick withdrawals and easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's check out some of the uh, basketball from... I think they all played on Saturday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, not all of them. Um, South Alabama, an easy win, 91-74 over Spring Hill. The thing is, and congratulations to Richie Riley. That's his 100th victory at South Alabama. The thing is, that was like a 10 to 12-point game. Every time, South Alabama does a great job with their 
uh, uh, video operation. Pat Greenwood does a fantastic job. They put out the highlights, and every time I saw South Alabama making a basket, they were up like 10 or 12 points. It should have been more. All right. Um, We'll see what happens moving forward. James Madison playing Old Dominion, as pointed out by a commenter earlier this year. This is not a conference game. This is an old an old contract that was being fulfilled. So they're going to be playing at least three times. Could play four if they find each other in the uh, conference tournament. James Madison, 9-0, and oh, ranked 18th in the nation. All Dukes in this ballgame. I think they were only favored by five and a half, six points. They defeat Old Dominion, 84-69. I'm not exactly sure it was even that close. JMU had a 50 to 30 point lead at half. JMU was a six and a half point favorite in this one. Um, interesting why that why that would be the case. Uh, Old Dominion dropped to three and six. They they do have it on ESPN.com that uh, it's a, a conference play, but um, Dave Reigert from JMU said no, it is not a conference game. Uh, Troy falls to Dayton, 82 to 70. Uh, Georgia State loses to Mercer on the road. Mercer's not very good. And that's a disappointing loss by Georgia State. South Alabama went into Mercer and blew them out. And Georgia State loses 64-60. That's a bad loss for the Panthers. Not good. Coastal Carolina and uh, their new coach lose to Wofford at home, 88-80. to Cliff Ellis had stepped down uh, last week. Uh, Coastal Carolina drops a three and a six. North Florida beats Georgia Southern 64-56. In Jacksonville, Georgia Southern is 0-9. Charlie Henry, uh, one of the two Alabama assistants now coaching in the uh, Sun Belt, has lost all nine games. Yeesh. The schedule's not exactly cake either. Georgia Tech, Eastern Michigan. They played Jacksonville twice, by the way. Michigan State, Northeastern at Eastern Carolina. Kennesaw State, they only lost by four. Uh, they did lose by two to Jacksonville at home, and they lost to North Florida 64-56. They're playing Tennessee <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeesh. Um it's going to be interesting to see if you if they can keep the team together. 0-9 is tough. 0-9 is tough. Uh, Louisiana Tech upends. Uh, Louisiana ends up the Cajuns, 72-67. This ballgame, probably not as close as that score uh, would indicate. Uh, La Tech, uh, we're leading the Cajuns 42-23 at a half. A uh, big part of that is the Cajuns' three-point shooting. 1-9 in the first half. They actually got back in the ball game. I think five was actually the closest they got all all half. They did cut it to six. They had issues rebounding, uh, especially missed free throws. That was bad. Uh, they did get out rebounded badly, forty two to twenty five. And I'm not sure it was even that close uh, at one point in time. They they got back in the ball game because they hit their threes. They were seven to twelve in the second half. R- right now, I would tell you the Cajuns. Need to hit 10 threes a game to be in the game. Twice this year, they've hit 18. Uh, routed lesser opponents. They need to hit 10 three-pointers to be in a basketball game. They just they do not have the size and the athleticism inside that they've had before. Uh, as a point where, you know, 
the grass is not greener. Jordan Brown, unfortunately, things have not worked out, apparently, at Memphis, the uh, Sunbelt Tournament MVP from last year. And um, I don't know what he can do. I don't think he can come back to the Cajuns. Uh, and that's really a shame because he would have been a star with the Cajuns, and they have some good outside shooting. And everything would have opened up, and they they would have been the favorite to repeat. Instead, Jordan Brown's college basketball career is probably done, and the Cajuns are also suffering. So disappointing. Uh, Cajuns, they have a ball game this week. Eastern Kentucky is coming to the Cajun Dome, and then they're going to McNeese. In fact, they got a three-game road trip. They're at McNeese, at Rice, and at Marshall. Uh, the McNeese game is going to be special. Uh, the uh, Will Wade, Bob Marlin handshake should be interesting. That's a long time ago, but those of us do remember. All right, Southern Miss over uh, Northwestern State, 83-74. Southern Miss, 5-4. and four. Arkansas State, now they're struggling. This is a nice win, 87-68. Uh, over uh, UAB. Uh, they have struggled a little bit. They've had a tough schedule. Wisconsin, Bowling Green, Iowa, and Alabama. And so Brian Hoxton, the other former Alabama assistant, uh, trying to get his team ready. They're playing UAB. They, they beat UAB. They're playing at Louisville. On Wednesday, and Louisville may be the worst Power 5 team in America. They're a mess. All right, Kenny Payne is barely hanging on to his job. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. But that's a nice win. It's not only beating UAB, but it's kind of throttling UAB is the impressive part. Uh, so that's pretty nice. And then Marshall goes on the road, only their third win of the season. Uh, they take down Ohio. That's a nice win for the Thundering Herd. 74 uh 69. Let's see. Did we miss some ball games? We seem to miss some some games there. Maybe not. Oh, you had ODU playing. That was the, you had ODU and JMU playing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Someone's missing them. We missed. Oh, Texas State didn't play. Um and I don't think we saw Georgia. Oh, we did see Georgia State play. All right. Uh, all right. So anyways, quickly going over the, you know, preseason standings, if you will. Uh, JMU again, undefeated. They are 9-0. and App State. Oh, that they didn't, didn't seem to have them on the scoreboard. They're 7-2. and uh, UL Monroe, 4-3. and three. Cajuns and Southern Miss, 5-4 and four overall. South Alabama, 6-5. and five. And then the teams under 500, Georgia State and Troy, four and five, Texas State, three and five, Coastal Carolina, three and six, along with Marshall. And then Arkansas State, three and seven, Georgia Southern, oh and nine. They have Old Dominion on the bottom, three and six, because they have them oh and one in the Sun Belt, but they don't realize that it's not. Uh, it's not a conference game. So they would be, you know, tied with Coastal Carolina and uh, Marshall in there. All right. Um, we will start previewing bowl games because that's what's coming up, right? That's what we're going to have here. We'll have uh, the bowl games uh, this week and hopefully we'll be plan is to be at uh, the New Orleans Bowl on Saturday. So I will be uh, live and in living color in uh, New Orleans. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Sunbelt. Do appreciate all the subscriptions. Let's keep it going. It's going to be 
not easy, you know, about 20 days to get to a, a thousand, but we'll try that drive for a thousand. Please spread the word. Uh, do appreciate all the assistance. Means a little bit more to me now uh, than maybe it did before, but I, I do appreciate it. So, again, thanks so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you again on Tuesday.